lights, camera, action. It is me, your fellow director, the saint. Here with my uh, lovely co-star, the one and only Mikey Muhoos. Hola, bitch, hola. <laughs> Sorry, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> it's like from some old radio station I used to listen to. They'd always answer it with like, hola, bitch, hola. <laughs> oh, man, if I ever had the balls to call the radio station, I would, so, I would so do that. <laughs> I never did, so I you know, had to start our own. Yeah. Well, I guess you. We just found out what your catchphrase is now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hola, bitchola. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you're listening to the top ten radio, the magnum opus of podcasts. Opus. <laughs> and we just heard "Fight for You" by her, which was just the winner of the. Best original song at this year's Academy Awards. What did you think about it, sir? Well, so I thought that sounded pretty good. That was actually the first time I heard it. So I have no idea where it came from, but I do like her. I love her voice. I, I thought her. I think her first album, I don't know if it's the first one, but it's the one where it's like just her silhouette, silhouette. on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that is Janae found that song, like, you know, I don't know how she found the album, like through her playlist or whatever. And we played her whole album because we heard a couple of her songs. We're like, man, this is so good. Let's just play her, you know, whatever mm-hmm. her name is. You know, and yeah. you can play that thing from beginning to end and listen to the whole thing and not feel annoyed or yeah. like want to fast forward any of it. It's a really, yeah. really good. It's a great listen. I own it on vinyl. And um, nice. I, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to her. It's technically just an EP because it's like she had two parts and then she combined it into one and then like she's actually going to release a real album really soon so i'm looking forward to that um this song coming from the soundtrack from the movie uh judas and the black messiah which was uh about a um uh a a man put um going undercover to uh, as a member of the black panthers he's trying to get the fbi inside scoop on what they're up to is a pretty good movie. Um, is that technically snitching? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? What? <laughs> Actually, this is a question I wanted to ask you. What is the definition of snitching? I wanted to ask someone this because, like, my question. my dad's like always like, "Don't be snitching," and he's like, "What does that mean?" Because Google like, thinks. <laughs> okay, because like to me, What's... if you're if you just witness a uh, a crime happen. And you don't, and you tell someone like he's like that snitching. I'm like, isn't that being a good citizen? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, what they teach you in school. <laughs> what is snitching? Informal and disapproving. A person who tells someone in authority, such as the police or a teacher, about something wrong that someone has done. I mean, technically, I guess that is a snitch. Yeah, I mean, sure. You know what? Fuck it. I have snitched before then plenty of times. I lived next to crackhead neighbors and I snitched plenty of times. In fact, what was so annoying is the times I would snitch and the cops would come straight to my door and be like, hey, how you guys doing? I'd be like, get the fuck away. <laughs> I'm coming up here. I wasn't me. I don't know why they're here. I have... yeah, found my cat. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> you know, I was like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, certain things, dude, you just shouldn't let fly by. I don't think you should get yeah. shamed into like wanting to have a decent neighbor. I think like snitching on your neighbor for having 
like seven chickens when they're only allowed to have five. I mean, that's kind of snitching to me. Mm. But like, you know, if your neighbor is dumping oil down the fucking sewer or the either way, sewer or the, the storm drain and it's going out to the through the rivers and stuff. That's just being Captain Planet, a planeteer. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. You you fucking tell on that guy. Can't let that happen. The power is yours. That's that's what I'm saying. Power <laughs> is yours. So you take that power and you make sure you exercise it. Damn it. So, I think I don't know. Uh, snitching is just when you uh, it's when you tell on a friend or like an ally. Like if you're just telling on oh, someone who's who's like a stranger to you and you like they you see them do bad things, tell. Tell the authorities. Totally, totally. But like, yeah, sure. It's like you. Sh- it should be th- looked frowned upon if you tell on a friend. So that's. that's I think so. To me, certain rules for your friends. Just you bend them a bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying for sure. Mm-hmm. So how have you been to the um this? No, 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 no. How say? have you? How have I been? Oh <laughs> my god, you guys so lit up at the last end of that radio show, dude. dude I, I, I shouldn't. I felt, you know, like I listened to it and I felt like a bad friend because, yeah, in my head I was like, shit, I got to get to the family, I got things to go do. You know, I'm kind of used to like consuming that much cannabis, so it wasn't that big of a deal for me. But dude, you were like flying on a rocket to the moon. <laughs> You were so high. I was so high. That's the most high I've ever been in my whole life. I, I, the worst part is I didn't even realize how high you were until I had, I listened to it again because <laughs> I was missing things and things that you were saying because I couldn't hear you myself or something and fucking cracking me up, dude. It was you are like I said, we need to find more reasons to get you that obliterated because that was mm-hmm. hilarious for me personally. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but that I very thoroughly enjoyed. Well, I'm happy to entertain you. <laughs> yeah, and I have to like prepare to go longer because then we because sh- we, we we should have had more questions in the end, like we're, that were 420 centric. But you know, next time. Yeah. Good maybe, learning. Uh, maybe another 20, another 20th in a month, 520, yeah. 620, I, whatever. I think there's like a 720. I think that's uh, the next. <laughs> like because yeah. 420 is like hemp fest or cannabis from whatever and i think 720 has to do with like oils and dabs and shit like that and uh we don't have to do that i mean jesus yeah. christ you know i'm not into the heroin of cannabis i just like, <laughs> eat it or smoke it <laughs> i've been to my friends and they're like hey bro check out my like, rig i'm like your rig your what yeah and it's like this whole contraption to like you know, you have to heat up a nail. That's what they call it. A hot nail, by the way. Already, I don't like that sound, you know. Then you have to get the nail and put it on the freaking glass platform. And then this thing or a torch and it, and it like heats up the, all the fucking shatter or some type of gel substance that you use for cannabis. And then the, you consume it that way. It's supposedly cleaner and much more potent. And it is, but... I tell you what, it really feels like I'm doing serious drugs. So I'm not a big fan of doing it that way. <laughs> like if the Jamaicans do it, I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> if there's like too many steps to it, it's gonna be dangerous. Yeah, for sure, man. We don't need to process it like so crazy. But I mean, my favorite is the shatter joints, which already have some of that in there. So technically, I'm already celebrating 720. So I'm prepared. <laughs> so yeah, there's uh, I've you know smoked very little in my life the only times i have been with you and my brother and i'd say i got like the marijuana equivalent of tipsy those times like you know just a little just like a little high 
Right. This is, I was like, oh, I was messed up last Tuesday. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, you, you were like, you had to go. And we're like, you know, I understand that you know, we can't do this too long, but like, I felt abandoned and like, in like in need of some help <laughs> like help oh. i like i i will text several friends the same text message that i sent to you what'd you I say was, yeah i said like you know there, there was like a song that was made in like the late 90s um i think it was called she, she's so high i had that song stuck in my head and i kept texting everyone i'm so high high above me She's so low. I kept texting the lyrics to everyone. <laughs> that's like song was just stuck in my head. Did you play it at all? Uh, no, no. Well, it, just, it was just a song that, oh, I've, I, I relate to this song. Definitely. You were in that moment. <laughs> so uh, what did you, did you snack on anything? Did you go do any activities? Did your parents I, talk to you? I, what, what, what? You go I wanted else? to do things. Like I was just like. Uh, I went to my bed and like I had all these thoughts. I want to do this. I want to do that. But then I was just stuck. I could not move. <laughs> but then like eventually when I moved, I was so happy. Like oh my god, I can do this. But then I just went back. <laughs> I, I went. I just went to. All I wanted to do was go downstairs and get a drink. And I like I felt like it was a vi- major victory. And then went back to bed. Yeah. And then I couldn't do anything again. <laughs> and I just. Oh, and then I am sleeping. Like I went to bed. Like I'm guessing around ten. And I woke up at like one or two p.m. the next. Dude, day. I was texting you. You didn't get back to me until like two something. That yeah. Technically, I calculated you had slept fifteen hours. So yeah, that's how whatever that is legit. Like the differential from when I last texted you to when I replied the next time. That's how much I slept. Well, I'm glad you're alive. And you, as you can see, you can't overdose. You just fall um, asleep, right? You yeah. just have a snack. Good to go. It was too late for a snack, but uh, Bro, I, I, I did feel you. hungry. <clears throat> so I, I texted you at 10.04. I laughed. Oh, yeah, you did. You sent that at 9.42. <laughs> I'm so high, high above me. You had a question mark. She's, like, she's so, so lovely. The high above me got me questioning. Like, what are you talking about? High above me? I was like, what does that mean? Let's, uh, let's, and, then uh, I, and then I said, laughed. I go, ha, 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 at 10.04. And then at 11.02, I realized, like, wait a minute. He might not be okay. And then I was <laughs> like, you okay, bro? And then you didn't respond. Then the next day at 9.01, you doing good, bro? No response. Yeah. 12.40. Lewis, are you good? Yeah. <laughs> you then finally, 1.48. Yo, I just woke up. <laughs> Yeah, you did. I'm glad you had the day off. That song was just stuck in my head called John That's gonna have to make it for That's gonna have to make it on a different playlist for sure. Yeah. That's my it's gonna break next year's 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, uh, maybe maybe we'll have a 520, 720, whatever it is. I'll figure mm. it out. Yeah. So 
pretty good last week. Uh, I got tickets to uh, uh, A's versus Mariners the week of my birthday. I can't wait to that. Nice. Spend a day in Seattle. That's going to be a lot of fun, man. Seattle yeah. is a crazy mess right now, so it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everybody's open now, right? So it'll be kind Mostly, of fun. yeah. Got some pretty good seats. Nice. Uh, so do you get to actually sit in them, or do you, have, do you have to, like, sit a bench away, or can you guys sit by each other? We can sit by each other. We bought the tickets together. I was curious. I don't know how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, I like to get seats, like, right next to the third baseline about like that's where the wizards section is where they would um like the a's would sit but those were like 60 bucks so i didn't want to pay that much then i i got seats like right in between like the the foul line the foul pole yeah like and those were only 30 bucks so i got those Dude, you have a high chance of catching a ball over there, too. That's the dream. I, I never have in my whole life. I, Do you take a mitt? I will, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. That's a that's a good spot, I would think. Foul ball territory, like right over there by the the foul pole, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. How's been your week? Uh, what, what You're looking to get a truck? Oh, yeah. Well, I was just uh, looking at SUVs and stuff to... Uh, I have like a nice little crossover Volkswagen thing. I love it. It's a Tiguan. It's done great. But we need something bigger because we intend intend in the future on having obviously another baby. And then um, we want to be able to pull a trailer, like a boat or an RV or utility, anything like that with a bigger engine, bigger bodied uh, vehicle. And then also go off road or go up like camping and stuff. So the Volkswagen is great. I might end up using it later on for other like work stuff because it's a great like work car too it's i love the car i mean i don't know i got lucky on it we'll see what happens in the future you know i could fucking be here in three months be like gosh but uh i've loved it for the years i've had it so um we want something that's just going to be strong and reliable and that the wife only has to drive every so often to take the kiddo somewhere and do something in but uh we're planning on you know, me starting the business that I've been wanting for a long time in locating. So we, you know, we're making moves for that. Um, so I was talking to this guy. <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to this dude and uh, I was like, Hey man, I want to look at your suburban. It's freaking sick. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll see you at seven today. I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Kind of cramping my fucking schedule, my schedule big time. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. But, uh, before I went, you know, like around six o'clock, I was kind of apprehensive. Like this guy hadn't really hit me up all day. Let me see if he, were, you know, we're still down to do this. And I was texting him. He just didn't, you know, he was kind of being sporadic. And I was getting like, mm, I don't know about this. And then he's like, oh, sorry, man. At 625, 630, like when I would be probably getting on the road to get over there. Because they all sold the expedition already. And I was like, what, what the fuck? I'm not even talking about the damn expedition. <laughs> So then I'm talking about this with my friend, and he's like, oh, it sounds like a dealer. You shouldn't buy from a dealer. I was like, he ain't no stinking dealer. It's a guy on Craigslist. <laughs> and I texted him, like, are you a dealer? What's going on here? And I talked to you about the the uh, Suburban. He goes, yes, I am a dealer. I was like, god damn it. I want to, to, like, look at my friend and be like, you're still not right. You know, <laughs> Slap him a little bit and choke him and be like, damn, you hate when you're right. Damn. But uh, it's still a really good truck. I like the price, and it's sick. Um, I think... The guy, it's just like a guy who like flips 
cars every now and then because he doesn't have a place. It's like a small dealer, dude. Um, so I'll go check it out tomorrow. I'll see if it's worth it. But the pictures look great. The vehicle looks great, like in good condition. It's got low miles for uh, what it is. And to me, if I can get anything at a good, reasonable price, then I know anything you're going to pretty much buy, you're going to have to put money in, like fixing something eventually. You know, they're freaking machines, man. They need maintenance just like anything else. Um, it means to be taken care of like a person. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, anybody who works in warehouses or how to be around machines, you understand they they break down eventually. They have gaskets, they have seals, they have motors and things that need to get fixed and need upkeep, just like a person. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm shopping around, and this is one of the ones that I really liked. I have another one that I saw that I enjoyed, but I'm looking for stuff that I can, you know, when family comes down, I can put more seating in the back and everybody has more room. And right now, it's my car is basically like a lifted car, you know, the, the crossover little things like a RAV4, like my Tiguan is basically just four doors and a little trunk space, but it's lifted so you can see well in traffic and it's all wheel drive so it can go anywhere. So it's really, really great like in the city where we live, but when it comes to like family coming over or going on really long road trips out to the woods, you want something with more room where you can possibly camp out in the trunk or hold a lot more materials for camping and then have a big rack up top and just load it up for the family. So turn it into a dad basically i'm looking for <laughs> fucking suburbans <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome we're gonna get ready for your transformation absolutely <laughs> i'm not a new balance guy i'm a strictly asics man so <laughs> that's one thing i but i won't spend more than like 80 dollars on a pair of oh, asics no. and i spend more money on rugby boots that are asics than i do on actual sneakers so mm. that's like a dorky thing that i've done with like Asics is a great brand. I love them. I love their foam. They're, they have nice wide toe boxes, which I need. It's awesome. <laughs> 11 and a half wide. Truest fit they got. I love it. All right. Uh, I guess we'll just move on to the the concept of this episode. With uh, This past Sunday was the Academy Awards, the Oscars. This was a strange year for the Oscars, um, obviously, for... Uh, you know, there's only the with the theaters not open. The people haven't been seeing the movies. I haven't been seeing movies. I know I'm, I used to go to movies every week practically. So this was a strange year. Uh, Did you ever have that movie pass? I was going to get it like right when the pandemic happened. So I know like, <laughs> I didn't get it though. I heard about it. I was like, that's a freaking sweet deal. I guess you yeah. get a free movie every week. I don't remember. What oh, no, it's like a pay like 18 bucks a month and then you can see all the movies you want within that month. So dope. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, strange year for going to movies. Um, Wasn't there only like 10 million people to watch it on TV or something like that? Yeah, it was uh, a record low. I guess that's just to be the thing for tv it's either is that the thing for uh award ceremonies or is that the thing just for television in general because obviously that's happened with grammys too from what i've seen people are pretty zapped out with celebrities because i think what with the social media we've become oversaturated with celebrities so there's no more like specialness of it you know and then plus with all the stuff that's been hash happening socially or politically having celebrities kind of get paid for their opinion or give you their opinion on social media platforms and then to hear it again in a lot of award shows people have just grown taxing and or they've i think most people are just a little tired of it not to say that they don't 
respect it or like have sensitivities towards it it's more of like literally tired i mean i think physically mm. <laughs> exhausted yeah. and you know that everybody's been working their asses off during covid and uh i just feel like people spend their time on their own social media platforms or doing their own thing like the celebrity status thing doesn't seem so cool anymore doesn't seem so non-reachable either seeing how many tiktok people or instagram people who are just famous for having followers can just do things in hollywood and how things just seem to cross platform one another and it's really all about money and advertising and shit in the end mm. and you're like huh okay well it's really not a big deal I mean, that's kind of what helped me to go do stand up with you or go do comedy i was realizing it's not a big deal it's just any regular person can go try to be creative and funny and make something hilarious it doesn't matter if you're a super celebrity or not you have a chance to be funny in a day or a night and you're solely based on that hmm. so it's celebrities now it's kind of like well you know what's so special if i see you on instagram and i follow you and i already know what you yeah, ate this morning yeah. i don't have show. to pay the eight bucks for a ticket anymore i can just look at my phone seriously dude i mean on your instagram i will literally see what you were going to wear that day what you had for breakfast that day i'm sure you're going to do another sponsorship shout out around noonish, and then four o'clock you're like i'm on my way and then you're like okay cool bye i don't need to see what you're going to go do it's like you're saying a friend go to work i mean why even watch them go to do their job at the <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, this year was really hard to watch these movies. Um, normally, the Oscars were like uh, happen like late January, early February, but they were pushed back all the way to late April. And uh, normally, they would like release the nominees like a month or two before. And they, I don't think they released the list of nominees until like February. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, normally I would have all this time to watch all the movies, but this year I only watched half of the Best Picture nominees. Um, the winner for Best Picture was a movie called Norman Land. It was a pretty interesting movie, but um, not really Best Picture worthy to me. <laughs> it's uh, about this uh, woman whose uh, husband died, so she decided to change her whole life by... Uh, becoming like a norm nomad like she just lives in her van and just travels the whole country it's it was pretty cool to look at bro again instagram has already done it van life already came and went on youtube and that's why you're kind of like meh i've mm. seen this story before well there was not much of a story it was just like visually appealing exactly i'm nodding my head in the exact way. yeah 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 no wonder it wasn't that interesting it's like i've already it's not a new experience i don't know sometimes like movies i'm an academy award winner i feel like i think of uh shit no of course i think of nothing dancing with wolves or something like that mm. or, uh well i'm thinking of the military one saving private ryan something mm. that's impactful hits the gen you know that i guess what you said earlier was correct about COVID. you know it just every all the everything's crap it's not as good yeah yeah all the movies i saw that were nominated for best picture like i i saw the the beauty within the film but not it didn't grab me as much um yeah there was nothing really special about any of this year's films but i'm a big lover of films and so i thought let's 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 have an episode dedicated to some of our favorite films some of the movies okay. songs dedicated to the that were part of 
films. Yeah. Yeah. I love music. I love movies. Let's combine together, make Perfect. a music movie. All right. And I thought we'd talk about some of our favorite movies. Um, maybe a, a top five, or at least off the dome, off the top of the head. What are our top five favorite movies? But uh, so I made a list, and uh, well, my number five film actually has a connection to my number one song. So. But the number my, uh, the movie I put in my fifth favorite film is called Blind Spotting. Have you heard of this movie? Nope. Uh, it's, it's a pretty independent film, so I really doubt it. But uh, doubt that you would have heard it. But um, this came from 2018, and uh, this the film takes place in Oakland, California. So I always I felt like oh I was back home looking at the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stars. Um, uh, David Diggs and Raphael Cassell, who are very multi-talented gentlemen. Uh, uh, hmm. David Diggs plays um, Colin, who just returned from prison. He's well, he's on a uh, like a ref- um, reform reform program. He lives in like a halfway house. Is yeah. that the yeah? Uh, so he's like has just like a few days left until he's like a free man. But his friend Miles is always putting him in troublesome situations. Oh, um, Miles. Yeah, only he um, took a gun that doesn't belong to him. Uh, he's just always, he has like a short fuse and always like going to do something messed up. Um, Classic. Yeah. Colin, he witnesses a um, the police um, kill a man like in the middle of the road. And you know, in the situation, well, we see all the time happen to black people, which the the person who died says, "Don't shoot," and he has his hands up, and the cop shoots anyways. This just like calling in like a really paranoid situation, like something like he believes that the same thing will happen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really extraordinary film. Um, I can't. There's not. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, but they put a whole like, they put the town into the movie. Like you can feel like you are in Oakland and you you mm. live there as well. And I love, I just love that. They even like do have they have this like way of speaking with each other that you can really only get from being in the Bay. Hmm. Okay. This like sense of like talk rap. Like they're ra- they're talking, but they're rapping as well, and it's it's really cool. They. They are extraordinary rappers, and the first song I'll be playing is from both of them. This song is from the soundtrack. It's called Easy Come, Easy Go. Um, you know, it's strange how being from the Bay Area, but I actually don't really like the sound of the hip-hop there, the high feet kind of sound. If you know any of the rappers from the Bay, uh, Too Short, E-40, oh, yeah, Mac Dre. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, yeah, I, I don't really like it, really. I don't know. It has pretty in your face. That's yeah. pretty cool. They have pretty cool beats. Well, E40 is an extraordinary rapper. He has this. Well, you, uh, it's like it seems like Megan Thee Stallion kind of copied E40s. Yeah, yeah. Her. Well, I, she's the female. female well, she's E-40. way hotter than E40. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Female it's E40. Just, it's just as thick though. A female thick. Yeah. Wait, what does she do? She does. Yeah. Or like. Kind of like that. Oh, oh. What's ah, She yeah. goes, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't, I don't really do it. I let the ladies do it. Yeah. 
it's better when she does it yeah exactly i look like a guy wanting ice cream (laughs) paleta please Ah. (laughs) yeah there's something about the bay area rap style that i'm not really a fan of but they they have a sense of that but with like uh something a bit you heard it bay area he hates you Oh, I love you, baby. <laughs> uh, let's just play this song. It's called Easy Come, Easy Go by David Diggs, Raphael Cassell. Let's go. Yeah. Everybody trying to be a boss, not me. Yeah. I don't need no motherfucking employee. Yeah. A one-man rubber band stand, rocking beast on a beat like a cop on a street. But I'm not no Johnny Law. Johnny Walker to the jaw. Talk abroad about a bra. Brought her back behind a bar. Better back up, bra. I'm broader than Barrington with a levy break. You need a best. Best leave me alone lest I divest you of your life. But I digress. I buy red stripe. I, I tigress. Eyes back. I, 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 captain. I'm first to mate. You sloppy seconds get a plate. I played a part of party. Rock a well. I painted like a rock a well. I rock a well. Fair line like I was headlining. And they rock the bells Raising up the bar These jumpers this far below They want a rock star Why you playing guitar hero? They want it pop Y'all ride a hologram and needle But unless he back for real I don't see no rapper hard as Nito And it ain't no reason why You all getting so Pacino When I'm counting my dinero Leaning landing That's a beetle Or a revolutionary Red like the blood on a block I bleed and I walk like Crip And I talk like Pimp And I rock like Rick And I got my keys in a lock Like keys to a rock I'ma flip my talk And I take my time And I take they dimes And I make they minds I rate and I write and I wait for the rest of the world to find my pace And I pace in the room, need space like the moon All these fake cartoons get about my face Get up off my case, cause I ain't seen a box yet I can't break, bitch It's like they really tryna see me though I don't know what the fuck they wanna see me for This rapping shit is easy coming, easy go This rapping shit is easy coming, easy go Easy come, easy go Everybody wanna be a CEO I'm your only hope, sorry to be so 3PO Oh, you ain't vibing with me, fine, bye-bye and delete me, ho But I might fly by on your TV while you tweet up another reason Nobody believing in all the work you put in, or you deserve a look And now everybody's sleeping on you, you're better than everyone you know living in your area But still staring glare at the next motherfucker falling all up in your fin So you better go and get all that in check, motherfucker No respect for us, like a rubber, better rubber tussin' on your neck, motherfucker Yo shit, rock, Chris, rock, get that shit snatched by this brick top Kick thick rock, sweet big stone, this old hinge is a peak blinder My whole click in this pink binder, we paid to act, you still freestylers Don't fuck with that kind, I don't pay them, no mind, I don't know them No coastline, no card at the cook, I don't call when the commas are kicking. We popping, you slide in the D and we leaving on re while we gigging. We in our position, we quiet as simping. That's our demolition. We hit it at 40. He said, Y'all gotta stun harder. Don't go big, then why bother? So it's bang bang with the baseline. Let it spray like AK, then quick flip a hand like I'm Dave Blaine. That's game in the land of the pimp came. Hats better tip, man. My OGs have double OG, the OGs now. We don't let no one pull our card. Now we deal those things out. Even when the chips are down, I will bet big on this crown. See, royalty is up, our loyalty, and boy, are we down. Oh, boy, are we down. Why would we can fuck with you now? Hit you when we need it, help but miss the pieces we found. Oh, it's funny how you front and put you right in the back. Say it's a movie, this a movie. Now, how funny is that, bitch? It's like they really trying to see me, though. I don't know what the fuck they want to see me for. This rapping shit is easy coming, easy go. This rapping shit is easy coming, easy go. Easy come, easy go. I put it down easy come, in this moment. Easy come, easy go. I put it down in this moment. Easy go, easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. Easy come, you know the town in this motherfucker. Let's open up in this bitch. Aggressive. Oh, that was aggressive. 
The sound effect is what like stuck in my head more than anything else. <laughs> I love this movie a lot. I like the it I'm really glad that it's actually um transforming to television. It's gonna have their own television show on, on uh stars, I think, or showtime. What One movie of is this? It's called Blind Spotting. Check it oh. out. I will watch it now. Maybe I will. I don't watch a lot of television. Uh, well, watch the movie, at least. I don't watch a lot of television either. Okay, I'm looking it up. Okay. 80% of Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Tell me, tell me, tell me something good, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it's. I wanted to say Speaking something. Speaking of the next song. Hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I chose for you this lovely afternoon, morning, and or evening. Good afternoon. Good Greece afternoon, good from night. Greece. Written by one of your boys from the Bee Gees. Excuse what do me? you think? Gibbs, bud. Steve. What? Yeah. It's written by one of the, the Bee Gees? Yep. Oh, <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. I thought you were like mistaking Frankie Valley was in the beaches. Yeah, it is written by sorry, I had it up earlier and then my Google like decided to be like, nah, you don't need to know that. It's by, by one of the Gibbs boys. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to know. Stevie, yes, Billy, Johnny, one of those Gibbs. Uh, Andy, uh, Barry, that's it. I yeah, I think it was Barry. Anywho, written by him, performed by Frankie Valley. In 1978, it was uh, nominated for the best Academy Award uh, motion picture soundtrack. It did not win, but it did win the People's Choice Awards for the best motion picture soundtrack. Mm. And I think to even be nominated is By the pretty people. huge. Absolutely. And in 78, I mean, you know that the Academy Awards were still going strong. <laughs> Movies were coming in hot. Uh, Grease came out. I mean, that's uh, an amazing song. I love this song. It's one of my favorite songs. Every time I hear this, like I remember... In, as a kid, when I first watched this movie, I thought this movie was the best. And then from that point on, whenever you hear the Grease song from Grease, I would like run in the house to go to the TV to watch Grease because it's about to start. Because you know it's coming. You know, you're like, oh shit, the movie's coming. I miss uh, that movies where they start with the intro song and you know what's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's like a movie, uh, t- television show. When you hear that theme song, you got to race to the couch. Exactly. And this was the perfect theme song. I mean, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And uh, when you were, we were talking about songs for this week, I was like, this was one of those ones that came to my head immediately. This was a guarantee? Yeah. I love this song. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's play it. Grease by Mr. Frankie Valley. Let's go.
Love it. I love it too. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Barry Gibb and John Travolta were friends because, like, now he wrote the song for this, and then the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack in the same year, like, or like back to back. Those guys did a lot of cocaine together, my man, <laughs> for oh. sure. You can't dress up like that in tight clothing, go out, grease your hair up, look good, and then dance on the dance floor that lights up and not be on some type of narcotic. Let's be honest. It was flowing in the 80s. It's flowing. Flowing. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, that's a beautiful song. 78 was when it came out, but you know, the 80s is basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. That always gets me going. I like that funk. The mm. trumpet's in there. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Uh, it always gets me pumped up. It kind of puts a pep in my step, too, when I walk. Oh, yeah. Kind of help a peacock a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do a strut. Yeah, the yeah. ladies know. That's what, that's what uh, uh, Barry Gibb does best. Staying alive. Sh- like, you have to strut. Yeah. A good point. He puts that real good kick in there. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, well, it. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm glad you like that one. Yeah, it's nice to watch you dance. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll do um, talk about this. Uh, my. Let's see, put number four on my all-time favorite movies list uh real quick uh this movie called dope this movie came out in 2015 Ooh. um it's, uh what, why do i love this movie so much i feel like even though this came out the year after i graduated high school it felt like a movie it felt it made me feel youthful uh this movie is about three kids from LA in high school and they're like in a band together and they're like addicted to 90s culture like 90s hip hop Mm -hmm. they like they still think it's it's like like they they don't listen to anything new (laughs) they just stick the stuck in the 90s hardcore um this they're like real hardcore nerds like they're super geeks and they get into um uh, they're like become friends with this drug dealer and they uh, mm-hmm. uh, go to his party and the drug dealer puts drugs into one of their backpacks. So they like panic. What do we do with this? And they decide to get it off their hands. They're going to sell it themselves on, on like the black market, like online. Sounds like a bad idea, boys. Sounds like yeah. a recipe for a movie. It's... <laughs> It's awesome. I, it's me. If you combine the Big Lebowski with okay. Boys in the Hood oh, with okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, this oh. that's what you get with dope. So it's a little bit lighthearted. Oh yeah, it's really comedic. It's hilarious. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, you guys watching, it, man? It's hilarious. Um, funny, funny is my favorite genre. Funny. Oh yeah, it's it's mainly comedic. Um. Yeah, there's like uh, some deepness into it. Like, um, like uh, he, there's this moment at the end of the movie. He's like writing a uh, like a college acceptance letter, or like his um, essay to get into college. And like, like he says, um, "Look at me. Am I? Uh, do you think I'm a menace, or do you think I'm a nerd?" When in reality, I'm both. You know, like it's there's Ooh. some like. Some like like real deep things into there, but um, it's mainly comedic. So yeah, watch it. Okay, that one sounds good. 
I almost put a song on there from the soundtrack, but then I got to think it. There's a love of 90s culture in this movie. What from the 90s do I love? And that's a goofy movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hell yeah. When my all time, my all time favorite Disney movie, hands down, is a goofy movie. It was probably my first favorite movie. That is a great movie that you chose, though. Dude, I've been waiting 25 years for fucking Powerline to drop his album. <laughs> 25 Coming years. Coming this summer, ladies and gentlemen, this summer. Dude, I got like a, a Powerline shirt. Like, <laughs> I love it's one of my most weird clothing items. Um, yeah. Uh, have you seen this? You've obviously seen this movie. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I definitely watched it. Did you did you watch it when it came out? Yeah, I watched it when it came out. Wow. That's when I was, you know, pretty awesome. They made made the girl cartoon strangely attractive. And I was like, why is she so hot? So weird. Conflicted. I'm definitely into animals, but what is she? A chipmunk or a fox or something? Or dog? They're chipmunk. Yeah, yeah. It's so confusing. What is because like what is goofy? Because there there's Pluto, who's obviously a dog, but goofy looks like a dog, but he why is he can talk why what it that's a great question that's what i've been confused about or is goofy i mean uh, who cares right but they're for sure animals of some Uh i but they're humans like they don't even put tails on them no Uh, it's very confusing Mm. (laughs) you think it's why do they make them so anyways point is point is i love the movie (laughs) yeah it was awesome it was awesome yeah uh i love how Cheese, 90s. bro. Remember oh, one? yeah. The cheese. That made me like want to have a can of cheese it. Or yeah. Cheese Whiz or cheese whatever. Whiz. Minute you see that guy eating it, you're like, that's yeah. a good idea. Polly Shore. Did you Perfect. Know that's, that's who that is. Yeah, he played himself. It's <laughs> awesome. Himself. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, yeah. Powerline is the greatest rock star on the planet. But don't forget Xavier Kugat, the Mambo King. <laughs> but dude i i didn't even know you could find this song that's awesome i listen to it all the time it's like oh always my on my, i have always listened to this song uh the soundtrack was so good i i don't know much about tevin campbell except that he was like a men, uh was like prince was like his mentor uh sometimes i listen to the crx xm station heart and soul sometimes they play some of his songs they sound pretty good but they're nothing compared to Powerline songs. I think I've heard of him. So he's the voice of the Powerline guy, basically. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's the. Oh. Mm. It's that's a six. He should just try to write more of those songs, like whatever those '80s, '90s slash yeah. uh, MC like, Hammer dance around. Songs. Some like combination of Prince meets MJ. Okay, I think we're giving him too much credit, but I understand. But well, I guess I'm comp- the describing the Powerline character. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they made it amazing. Like, I, I like I like I said, they made you like look at girl cartoon characters like, wow, she's pretty, and then also be like, I'm gonna need to go to a Powerline concert. I don't know yeah. where that is. But yeah, make that a reality now. Uh, man, I can't wait to hear this again. What if I, they uh, did that? Would you go to a concert if uh, they did that? But it was a cartoon screen like they did the gorillas. Like I've been to a gorillas concert and there's yeah. guys singing, but they play on the screen, the cartoon videos of the gorillas, and that's actually pretty sick. Well, they could do Powerline the exact same way, where they just have guys singing, 
and then they just do all the visual effects with screens and different hmm. videos. That'd be sick. That'd be kind of cool. They missed out. Yeah, they missed out right there. They missed out. Powerline could be making some money like the gorillas. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be better than say like a guy in a Powerline outfit. Like genius. Like, yeah. The guy's ageless too. He can keep singing into his like late forties, <laughs> and maybe in his fifties even, as long as his voice doesn't change too much. So, dude, just think of this: if they made like a Powerline mockumentary like for like a, that's the idea of the card of the movie that'd be pretty cool to me and in the end there's a concert like the michael jackson yeah yeah <laughs> power line <sighs> we should uh, play the song man I'm yes just, i, I don't really want to hear it i want to hear it again i i i to i by power line aka tevin campbell let's go
like that song, dude. Like, yeah, listening to it brought me back to every time I watched the skateboarding scene. I just remember thinking I was such a chubby fucker. Uh-huh. Like I was a hus- size husky in my pants. Uh-huh. But I was like Same. so jealous and just wished that I could skateboard like that to school one day. Like, what, what can I do to have a sick ass entrance to be like, you know, with the skateboard? You know, I don't know. He, he was just cool. Yeah, Max was like one of my favorite fictional characters growing up. Um, yeah, I wish I had like a moment where I just like made my principal fall down like a trap door and then put on a little concert for everyone. You know, Powerline needs like a whole thing, but Max should have his own show where he's like an adult. He's like divorced with two kids. You get to see his story arc with Ryan or whatever, and they go to college together. They didn't. Did go you to see the goofy? Together. Oh, they didn't. You know, you see the extremely goofy movie. Did you? See I that? thought I thought they went to school she, together. She wasn't in that. Her. <laughs> what happened in the movie? Uh, just they went. You, uh, Max and his friends are part of the X Games. <laughs> Go, uh, goofy too. I remember that part. I thought Roxanne was a part of it, though. No, she wasn't in it. Yeah, crushed. She wasn't even mentioned in the movie. I mean, the extremely goofy movie is pretty cool, but it just—it wasn't the same. Gotta have Roxanne, dude. Yeah, Rox. Or was was that her name? Yeah, Roxanne. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I really liked the, that song. It really brought me back to my childhood. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a the next song I have going on here is well. It's it'll be the, it'll do the same thing I think <laughs> this this song too that you got yeah yeah thank you well this song coming up next brought to you from Will Smith in the movie Men in Black from Men, Men in Black, Black. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go on a like a, a little nineties detour right here a little bit you know I can't help it I kind of grew up through the nineties and you kind of did too so a little I bit. Mean, I uh well you're like a two thousands kid aren't you? Yeah yeah, yeah. I'm a nineties kid so nineties mm-hmm. baby. Men in Black. I love this movie. It's a great uh-huh. movie. It didn't. It, I think it got it. Uh, it didn't win an Academy Award, but it did win like the Teen <laughs> Choice and yeah. MTV Music Award and basically every other award, but no Academies. Surprising. Nope. Mm. <laughs> what Men in Black didn't win an Academy Award? <laughs> It would have won this year, though. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, crushed. Would've special crushed effects were pretty good. Especially with all the things being released by the Pentagon and all that stuff. So. <laughs> would have been sweet. Uh, so anyways, yeah, yeah, I picked Men in Black from the Men in Black by Will Smith. I love this song. I hope it picks you up, lifts your spirits, and uh, whatever you're doing, you are able to dance your tail off. Listen to this song because yeah. I love it. Let's, let's just play it. Men in Black on Mr. Big Willie style. We'll speak with it. Come to MIBs. Here come the men in black. They won't let you 
dress in black, remember that Just in case we have a face-to-face and make contact The title held by me, M.I.B. Means what you think you saw, you did not see So don't blink, be what was dead is now gone Black suit with the black ray bands on Walk in shadow, move in silence Guard against extraterrestrial violence But yo, we ain't on no government list We straight don't exist, no names and no fingerprints Saw something strange, watch your back Cause you never quite know where the M.I.B.s is at Uh, and... The horizon, bright light into sight, tight camera zoom on the impending doom. But then, like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness. Talk with the witnesses, hypnotize up, normalize up. Vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no one my bees, can I please? Do what we say, that's the way we kick it. Yeah, you know I mean, but still a noisy cricket get wicked on you. With your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're fearless, and my He's freezing up all the flag. What that stand for? Men in black. Uh, and, and. The men in black. your own protection because we see things that you need not see and we be places that you need not be so go with your life forget the roswell crap show love to the black suit because that's the men in that's the men in Bringing back that nostalgia fun right now. Banger. That came out in 1997. I was probably, what, in middle school or seriously? I feel like fifth grade, maybe. Damn. I was one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one years old. Dude, I saw this in the theaters. This song was popping on MTV, bro. I remember that they gave this song. So, like, as the girl does her breakdown, in the middle they mm. made the it's like imagine you're on like will smith's song like you fucking finally made it you're like mom dad like listen i'm on this song i had this hit single with will smith mm. and i gotta break down this middle version I'm like cool let me see the music video 
and then it's sang by the, the alien in the fucking music video. Oh, so it's not her singing? It's just the it, alien? It's a woman oh, yeah. who is singing yeah. alien. So it's an alien character. So like her okay. face, her none of her is on television. Damn. And maybe she wanted that, but at the same time I'm like, it's gotta sting a little that your voice is being sang. Yeah. It's like uh, and, uh, Monsters, Inc. Mike, Mike Wazowski, he's on appears on the commercial, but they put a, like a sticker over his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh i see that i i thought i was so certain it was uh chili from tlc singing but it's a different singer from a girl group uh coco from swv Ooh, swv yeah they got some good hits uh i, I, I had gone i probably heard of her i don't heard of them i don't know it's remember. a group of women i think there's three mm -hmm. of them yeah. yeah and uh back in the 90s earlier 90s i was too much of a kid but i know my parents and the older folk were definitely bumping and grinding to their hits so mm. yeah uh yes yeah, um will smith always had like those really blatant obvious but still really cool samples sampling uh forget me nots uh on the song mm -hmm. like uh I think in, he had the Wild Wild West sample that I Wish by Stevie Wonder. He had like those, like, it's like, oh, I could, I know exactly what song you're sampling. Yeah, it's almost on intentional. Like, you want it to be iconic and then him to have fun with it. And because he's not, Will Smith has this thing about him because he's lighthearted with his rapping. It's like, the guys are going to let him do it. Like, yeah, he's cool. I mean, yeah. he's not like saying some hard stuff, crapping on somebody, you know. He's being lighthearted. He's making the song more popular. He's probably bringing more people to it. It's fucking sick. Yeah. I, I miss that Will Smith style because almost every rapper nowadays is like either they're too aggressive or they're too sad. <laughs> well, I'm a bigger fan of Will Smith's music than his son's music. I'll say oh. that. Oh, yeah. No offense, but I just I am. I don't I, think I've ever heard anything from him. I, I, like, I'm, I guess I'm just so turned off from the way he looks. <laughs> <laughs> that probably doesn't help either but yeah i mean you know i don't know celebrities kids you're like eh you know mm. go live your good life kid i don't really need to hear your music you know you ain't got nothing for me you know what i mean mm. no worries yeah. let me hear your i want to hear your dad i like him there's, no offense yeah there's very few celebrity kids i think i like uh maybe enrique iglesias he's, he's all right who's his kid no, is he, he is the kid. Of who? Julio Iglesias. He was a oh, musician too. Jesus, I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh well. Fail. Hey, I was going to um, I'll just talk quickly about my third favorite film. It's called Kings of Summer. This movie came out in the summer of 2013. Uh, I still remember this story of how the first time I watched this. Uh, it was the last day of junior year of high school i was like going crazy because i was failing like several classes and i went into that day having to do several finals um and luckily i you know did all my work i did good enough on the finals that i did pass all my classes and i, I was like by the end of the day sixth period i was so exhausted because i I tried to put my heart into all my work and I walked by one of my teachers. I was failing his class and he was like, you're lucky. And that's all he said. 
and he just walked away. <laughs> You're like, okay. I guess I, I was like, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I, I was like, all right. and then I, you know, last day of school, got home. I was, I was like, pooped. It was like one o'clock. Um, and, but I, I passed all my classes last day of school. Let's celebrate. I called up my friend Giovanni and uh, we went, I, the first time I ever took him downtown Portland, like I mm -hmm. ended up, you know, it ended up being like a regular thing. And mm -hmm. we did similar things to what I did with you. Uh, I took him to ground control. Um, nice. The hot, the cool spots, dude. It's a cool spot, man. I loved Hell it yeah. so much. Did, and Giovanni, he's like a super like video game nerd. So, Oh, perfect. Yeah. And, wow. uh, I took him to, um, a place called brunch box, which is like, I, I want to take you there too. Uh, before I discovered tilt, I went to brunch box. Brunch box is like this burger joint that you, they make the most ridiculous hamburgers. Uh, you can, they give you like a checklist of all the things that they can put on a burger and you just check out everything you want. Oh, uh, so you can make some dangerous creations. Do they have like, uh, fried onions and, uh, oh yeah. Caramel. Dude, you know where I went? I went to In-N-Out this past week. Why? Which on the Salem. Salem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but you know what I told my wife? I was like, ah, she's like, what'd you eat today? I was like, ah, double cheeseburger. You know, no big deal. No. <laughs> I mean, not an in and out double double. I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, Jesus. Those sandwiches are fucking huge. Yeah, this brunch box. Damn, bring your appetite, son, when you come Dude. to the brunch box. Yeah, yeah. You got to like, starve yourself for a few days. Yeah, definitely. That's like a morning workout run, you know, run a couple miles, do a lot of push-ups and sit-ups. So, uh, don't yeah. eat the night before and then just, dude, is that a grilled cheese sandwich? You put grilled cheese sandwiches as the buns. Oh my God. <sighs> Definitely need to run before I eat this thing. So, uh, yeah, we took them here and yeah. I freaking love, I love Texas beast. toast as buns. Yes, Texas toast. Oh. Yeah. Uh, damn, that's, that looks so good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, down, for sure. They got a downtown location. They got one on like Morrison street. Um, yeah, let's go check that place out. Um, after we ate there, and I saw this movie called Kings of Summer. It's about a group of friends uh, who build a treehouse in the middle of no, like in the in the woods, and they run away from home. And it, it was just like living the life. It's like when you're a high school kid, you live in the city, and yeah. th that's the dream. You know, you want to escape the moment. You know where you are. And just hang out with your friends in the in a treehouse. That's the dream. It's so funny how many kids in the country or suburbs are like, "Man, I want to be in the city." And how many city kids are like, "Fuck, I'd love to be in a tree." Yeah. God, I wish I just had some woody areas where I could just be in. You know. Yeah. I wish I had some land. I could, like. I always. I loved it. Um. I grew up in, in an area where I had like some farmland, and me and the boys would just go out in some farmland and fucking fuck around, man. Mm. Go to the woods, fight, pretend to have a war, <laughs> drink booze, talk about girls. I remember every dance we didn't get invited to or like none of us would have girls to go with. We'd be like getting drunk being like, man, the girls are missing out, man. Yeah, yeah, they don't even know. These hoes don't know, man. We're the coolest guys around, man. Yeah, yeah. You get John Travolta impression. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, Bobby Barbarino. Hey, yeah. 
So Kings of Summer, it'll make you feel youthful. So recommend watching that. Let's okay. go into this song. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot this song existed for a while. Are you serious? Dude, I was just really like watching the trailer for the new Space Jam. And I was thought, I hope the new, this soundtrack is just as good as that original one. And then I thought, eh, what, what songs were on that song soundtrack? Oh my God, I forgot mm-hmm. about this song. I'm, I guess we're nowadays we're trying to forget that this man existed <laughs> we're trying to erase him from the history books but there was a point where this there was a point where this man was like the king of r&b and that's uh r kelly <laughs> yeah he's been canceled pretty much since yeah then. i think everybody knows you know we kind of gave everybody some leeway but after a while you're like okay yeah today goodbye, goodbye. today we're gonna let him live a little bit longer mm. Yeah. We'll put him on. We'll, put him, we'll give him some life. A little bit. Let him come up for air. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, I played this earlier today and I, I almost I got emotional. I for, I forgot how emotional this song made me feel. Yeah. Damn. Uh do you <laughs> never mind, I wanna say only messed no, up no, shit. No, right no, no, go go ahead. Say some messed up I'm shit. I'm just curious like if he wrote this in between rapings. You know what I mean? Like at what point, at what age was like, I believe I can fly. And he's like, no, no you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, was he writing about that? <laughs> or he, he's singing in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, like, oh yeah, that I too. Like, yeah, he's just so glorious. Uh, glorious. Uh, when I watched that interview of him freaking out on the, that uh, she's an African-American woman from Good yeah. Morning America. I forgot uh, her name. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when he freaked out on her, I was like, "Ooh, you do not know how to act with women, dude." That was some crazy, like, of dominant position. Like, do that to a guy. You don't do that to a lady on a like a an interview. Roberts, Roberts, Robin Roberts. Is that her name? I want to call her Gloria Roberts, but <laughs> Gloria. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, but I'm probably wrong. But uh, yeah, I mean, watching that, I was like, "Ooh, I don't know, man." But I love. There's a other song that he has. Uh, this woman. Uh, this. Life to me. Okay, I'm gonna find it and play it on a different song, or uh, playlist, because I'm butchering the hell out of it. But I, I know my Carly pretty well. I don't know that one. It's like. This oh, a woman's work or like uh, a, uh, a woman's worth worth I think that's what it is yes yeah because <laughs> this woman's work is from Maxwell and then I always get that confused with the R Kelly song but anyways yeah. please play your song sorry yeah uh, I played this for my mom and she thought it was Seal who sang this well <laughs> uh, on the space and soundtrack there was a seal did a cover of steve steve miller's um fly like an eagle so i think that's why she got confused he did it really well too in my opinion. yeah yeah uh great cover song but um let's uh skin of like a state of like euphoria you know let's let's just uh stick our tongue out and go for that like 20 foot dunk right now let's play i believe i can fly by r kelly let's go (laughs) 
feel I that oh I feel so emotional after when I hear that song. He's really really good, and it just makes you think like, why, man? man why? You gotta, you gotta have that fatal flaw. Damn, dude! Like, how can you write these songs and mean? We should send him this song like when he's in jail, just a <laughs> single. <laughs> you remember this? Hey, remember? Hey, believe you can fly out of there, dude. Just believe it. <laughs> yeah, just get on top of the roof and just just fly away. I won't do it myself. I'll send this to one of the dads of one of the victims to send it. You know what I mean? So it's like, Damn. just can't be me. I have to make it more personal, just because. No, okay. <laughs> oh no! You you make you look make you look like the bad guy. No no no, not me. I'd be like, hey, I gave this guy a great idea. Hey, you want to get back at this dude? This would be kind of funny. <laughs> a little bit, right? A little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, the the production of that song, I think, is phenomenal. I mean, I don't know, just I like that. It's a moment like there's like a dink right before you hit the chorus. You know that sound? I don't know what yep. sound it is, but like boop, and then I'm, uh, I love it. I like the Disney sound kind of in the beginning too, with like the oboe. Yeah, like, just a little walk around. What's going on? I am the breeze. What's happening in this song? It's a lovely song, dude. I love R. Kelly. Like I wish, I like. I, there's another. There's a couple other songs I'm gonna probably share of his, but. Mm. good stuff mm. good song it really took me back makes me it was uplifting yeah. me in a way like it made me feel like i can i was like you're right if i believe it i can achieve it i can yeah. see it. i what, believe yeah. it i can what do good, it. what a good lyrics that's a great message yeah i love the uh connection of like i just mentioned the uh, uh fly like an eagle from the seal and then yeah this song and of course it air jordan michael jordan and my mom said, oh, when I watch highlights of him, yeah, it actually looks like he's soaring. He really was. He, Michael Jordan was the best NBA player. Mm, I'm going to say of all time. Yeah, most likely. Because he played in a very rough and tough era. Oh, yeah. I don't think LeBron James would have lasted as long as, Mike, as uh, Michael Jordan did. Hmm. I think he would have broken much sooner because of his larger frame. He would have had to play more like Karl Malone or something rather than uh, actual guard style that he does like the way that we play and have the refs and you know fouls now it's so much you can play a much bigger perimeter game with big huge guys Kevin Durant and LeBron James but before where you could box them up be serious um, play zone defense people would get more physical too and it wasn't like a foul so they let them do they let them just play much harder defense guys like him big bodies they just got injured more often because when they went up to the freaking, if he played Detroit and he oh, was in oh, Cleveland, they would oh, have beaten him to a pulp, dude. Definitely. There's just no way he would have lasted. And then he would have had to try to go through Chicago. It, I, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. He'd be more like Scottie Pippen. Uh-huh. And he would be like MJ. MJ's closer to Kobe and LeBron's closer to Scottie Pippen. That's super rude, but I'm sorry. Yeah, that's crazy to think that. Like, of course, like LeBron is so big now, but put him in some other time. I don't know. They would have beaten so. the hell out. They would have like he would have still been amazing, no doubt. But he, they would have beaten the piss out of that guy because all the other big guys would be like, "Hey, as soon as this guy goes for like his eight foot dunk, just get him in the air, boom, Sabonis, get him, bam." I don't like. 
LeBron's like mind state or like his uh his leadership. Um, like MJ, he seems like he he would have made any one of his teammates work. Like if he had like a sucky teammate, I'm gonna make you look good. LeBron, like if he sees a bad teammate, he's like he he talks to his GM, hey, you gotta trade this guy. Yeah, right. I think that happens Le- to me a lot. That with LeBron. Did you watch the documentary with Michael Jordan? The Last Dance, Thirty for Thirty. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have as much power as LeBron has today. LeBron had choice with his GM. And even with what team he was going to be on, Michael Jordan was constantly struggling with the GM. Him and, you know, the guy wasn't even valuing Michael Jordan appropriately in everybody's opinion now. So, like, he literally, LeBron James was a prima donna. Michael Jordan is an icon. Michael Jordan never flopped. No. No. Never flopped. No. They didn't have that back then. He never... He went at people. He was intense. You know, like Kobe Bryant, it was closer to his intensity. LeBron is not that. Mm-hmm. LeBron couldn't have gone against Karl Malone, Charles Barkley, uh, who freaking oh, Shaquille O'Neal, Akeem Olajuwon, mm-hmm. Alonzo Mourning, all these big. That's not even Olden Polynes. He'll even leak. Sean look, Kemp. He'll look even weak compared to the smaller guys, the point guards, John Stockton, Gary Payton. Yeah, he wouldn't even be able to handle those guys. And there was no flopping, dude. They would have, they would have shit on him. They would, you know, because back in the day, the veterans were more aggressive. I mean, the the rookies, the best were still the best, but still, man. I mean, I I always think about that conversation where you're like, well, LeBron would have crushed back in Michael Jordan's days. I'm like, nope, Michael Jordan would have been number one. <laughs> Michael Jordan would be number one now, and he would be number one in every era because he's that guy. You just don't have. He, he came up during one of the most iconic eras in basketball when the 80s was just finishing with this great Larry Bird era and mm-hmm. the 90s was coming up with him, you know, as the main guy. But you also had Magic Johnson mm-hmm. and uh, Akeem Olajuwon who kind of came in through all that. And then the other old dudes uh, that I can't remember all of them, obviously. It's been a while since yeah. I watched this and looked into this. Yeah. But I was a big fan of basketball back in the day. It's because of the history. In the end. And basketball wasn't such a sensitive I mean, wussy-ish kind of game. Like, I never saw flopping before in my life. No. Technical fouls were because people were about to damn start fighting. You know, like, uh, it was okay for people to take charges, and it wasn't a thing. It was part of the game. You know, being physical, screening people really hard. It was an advantage. You wanted mm-hmm. to kind of hurt the guy a little bit so that you'd have an advantage in the game. It wasn't so – I don't know if it's because the people are getting paid so much money that the owners are like, dude, you can't just injure my guy. It's a fucking – multi-million dollar asset out there i have playing around so maybe that sets precedent you know i think it could be um i think it started around uh like the mid 2000s did you ever see the fight that happened between the pacers and the the pistons and like oh four oh yeah the ron artest fight ben wallace and all that i'm sure something changed from that yeah probably because that was (laughs) that was just ridiculous that was a little absurd but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how the heck we got on that, but the point is that Michael Jordan yeah. can crush in every era. I think he's the ultimate of all time period. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So does a uh, Chris me... Weber, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I love Chris Weber. <laughs> Chris Weber would have freaking fouled the hell out of that. <laughs> that I mean, it just, there's Kevin Garnett in his prime, um, you know, uh, Grant Hill when he was Grant legitimate. Hill. Uh, there's so many great basketball players back in the day. Uh-huh. 
So, anyways, sorry. Oh, sorry, it's my song. Okay, tell, so. me, tell me about the Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> Last of the Mohicans is one of my definitely one of my top favorite movies of all time. I don't know if it's in my top five. It's probably my top ten. I'll say. Um, this movie is about how do I say raw primal shit what happened back in the frontiers days you know the native americans and the white settlers and the blending of bloods and the loss of children and tribes taking each over and taking and killing caravans and caravans killing tribes and the real raw warring shit that was happening between tribes and the tribes you know taking certain sides of settlers and deciding the fight with the french or the americans and which you know who's going with what you know back in the day when it was truly the wild wild west man and it brings you back to that time and this song the promontory trevor jones wrote it for this movie this is a scene in the movie where the main character uh forgot his name at the moment let's see sorry it spaces me he is running towards his wife who is like tied up at the stake by these rival natives who are about to like burn her and kill her at, at like this stake or whatever and he's on his way running through the woods like through creeks and through like you see his hair just flowing in the wind um mm. and it's a song that i could listen to when i was working out or running and I w- it would take me to that primal moment like oh, f- oh my god i can't let my special person die just out there i can't what if this happens you know it puts you there like it's such a raw time that this happened to people that this was a- there's no cell phones you know where she can say hey i'm okay or sos this guy's running like his life and her life depends on it because he knows it, but he doesn't, he, he can't know. He just knows he knows. Anyways, it's a, it's a beautiful song. It's something to think about, you know, maybe think about your special someone about to get killed or murdered by some rival member that hates you. For some reason, <laughs> it could be a family member who hates your guts or whatever, but, you know, think about, what you would do for that person and what you'd run through. And that's kind of what this person's doing. Cool. Um, they came out in 92. <laughs> yeah. It came out in 92 main guys. Uh, uh, shit. Not... Daniel day Lewis. That's mm. his name. Yeah, of course. What and he does it like movie. amazing dude. Amazing. And he's not overacting. Sometimes you feel like he's overacting. This is such a natural thing. He's like one of the most prolific actors of our time. I don't think I've ever actually seen him in a movie, though. (laughs) Are you serious? I don't think I have. How have you not seen him in it? Yes, you have. You like okay? Let me actually look. Uh, you've watched him in the. Listen, he's in a lot of movies. (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of all of them. I'm looking at him right now. I think this also won an uh, award, The Last of the Mohicans. Probably. Wow, he's had a very short career. I mean, actually, a long career, but very few credits. Oh, this won the song and the Academy Award for Best Sound Mixing. Basically, because this sound, this song blends so well into the scene, they won an Academy Award for how well they did that. So this movie soundtrack is amazing. I definitely encourage listening to it from beginning to end. And go on a very long run or walk or something because walk through the woods. It'll maybe encourage you even for <laughs> more. Imagine yourself running through the pines and poison oak and you don't care because your lady's on the other end. 
Okay, I have seen him in the movie Gangs of New York, which that's that the one. Yeah, he's movie. the butcher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's hear this song, and uh, maybe it'll give me interesting scene. Lasso Bill Keekins. Commentary, Trevor Jones. Yo.
thing. That was epic. I had me going, dude. I couldn't stop pretending like I had a run for something. <laughs> Are you going to add that to your workout playlist? Yes, I'm going to. <laughs> it doesn't. Add, it doesn't add up to the rest of my playlist. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> but to me, it does. Like that's a like strictly treadmill song. Yeah, it's a really cool outlier. I, mean, I like it. Yeah, it doesn't really fit in with the rest of the songs, but it's pretty awesome. I like it, and I'm happy to see that. Uh, the Last of Mohicans is on Amazon Prime, so I'm gonna watch it soon. Definitely recommend it. It's a great movie. Daniel Day Lewis is an amazing actor. He does a great job in this film. Of course, one of my favorite movies of all time. Really, really, really good. Cool. Um, I'm gonna talk about a movie that's number two on my all-time favorite movies list. Uh, it's called Five Hundred Days of Summer. Um, Never came seen out. It came out in 09 and i really think it just changed the way i thought about almost any everything the way it changed the way i thought about movies changed the way i thought about life um i was 13 at this time and you know becoming just becoming like a teenager and then this movie just changed the way i thought about adulthood um this movie stars joseph gordon levitt one of my favorite actors and uh zoe dejanelle okay um it's kind of like a rom-com but um just that's a lot more uh realism i think i guess that's what i would say um it it does it's about um 500 days within the relationship sometimes they start from the early days of the relationship and sometimes it skips ahead to like nearing the end of their relationship it goes back and forth between the timeline um, so they meet and like uh you know they get along they fall in love and then they get out of love and it's just tom, the joseph gordon love's character tom is just like really relatable He's, he seems like a good guy and you're, mm-hmm. he's the main character, so you're supposed to root for him. But sometimes you see that he's actually the problem in their relationship. And sometimes I don't, I didn't really start to see that until the older I got. It's mm. um, it's really funny. Um, you're like, why is she being such a bitch? What's wrong with him yeah, playing video yeah. games till two a.m.? Goddamn, get off his back. He's been working all goddamn week, woman. <laughs> so what? He likes to have donuts and milk in bed. Is that a crime? Uh. uh the the main thing is like he he's putting like her on the pedestal like oh, oh okay. i like you're the perfect one we, let's get married let's do this but he's like then she's all like you know i don't really want a boyfriend i i think i like i love you Tom, but i uh, it's it's not that serious but then he Ooh, i guess he's sad. he's not really listening and as a you know, as a man, like I want what he wants, or like you know, when I was younger, I feel what you feel, but like, just calm down, Tom. Yeah, in like the movie, would he have like if he listened to her, would he have just broken up with her earlier, basically? Maybe so, or um, just maybe not take things too seriously, I guess. Cool. Or interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't. Know, I really recommend it, and it has a really awesome soundtrack. I feel like it was the definitely the gateway for me to listen to more awesome music. Oh, is a really cool indie alternative rock sound. Has some like classic rock, The Smiths, The Clash. Uh, yeah, 
pretty cool. So let's go into this uh, next song. Um, it's from the movie Eight Mile by one of my favorite rappers of all time, Mr. Eminem. The, the performance, his performance is extraordinary. I feel like at the time, um, he's so old now, I feel like he really needs to give a, uh, you know, take a break on rapping and probably get into acting because he was a pretty good actor in this movie. Sure, he was pretty much playing himself, but he did that pretty well. Um, uh, it'd be cooler to see him like uh, producing people or like getting new talent true. and then maybe rapping on their stuff kind of like Dr. Dre with him Yeah, yeah. you know like he needs to pass the torch but also he can be a part of the torch while passing it mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I'm saying he has his own labels just I guess not much of his rappers are truly popping off got it uh well, you know, people mainly know the song Lose Yourself from this soundtrack, and that's truly one of the greatest rap songs of all time. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the, I think I wanted to really recognize this song, Eight Mile. It's just a really impressive song and a really simple, good beat. And it's, it's, it ties well to the story just as well as Lose Yourself, I think. I think this song is really underrated. Uh, sorry, it, this whole thing reminded me of my highlight tape in f- high school football. <laughs> I think we have Lose Yourself, but it was like the year it came out. So uh-huh. it was like wow. sick. <laughs> I'm like, do I still have that tape? Where the hell is it? I think my aunt has it. Am I in, a good, am I in good standing with her? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Hey, auntie, do, are you going to stand with Mikey or so? Or Miguel? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> this actually did win the Oscar for Best Original Song in 2002. And he appeared at the Oscars like two years ago. And people are like really confused. Why, why are you here? <laughs> he performed Lose Yourself like for the Grammys and people were just giving him like eyeball looks. <laughs> like you're you're like 14 years too late marshall well he's like, like screw it um eminem i'm just gonna hang out you know yeah he had someone else pick up the award for him like into when he won it so this is the first time he appeared at the oscars that's hilarious <laughs> all right let's play the song it's called eight mile from eminem on the soundtrack for the movie eight mile Time for me to just stand up and travel new land 
Time for me to just take matters into my own hands Once I'm over these tracks, man, I'ma never look back And I'm gone, I know right where I'm going Sorry mama, I'm grown, I'ma travel alone Ain't gonna follow no footsteps, I'm making my own Only way that I know how to escape from this eight mile road Walking these train tracks, trying to regain back the spirit I had Before I go back to the same crap To the same plant, in the same pants Trying to chase rap, gotta move ASAP Get a new plan, mama's got a new man Poor little baby sister, she don't understand Sits in front of the TV, buries her nose in the pad And just colors until the crank gets dull in her hand Watch the colors of big brother and mother and dad Ain't no telling what really goes on in her little head Wish I could be the daddy that neither one of us had But I keep running from something I never wanted so bad Sometimes I get upset, cause I ain't blew up yet It's like I grew up, but I ain't grown me too nuts yet Don't gotta wreck my step, don't got enough pet The pressure's too much, man, I'm just trying to do what's best Sit alone and I cry Yo, I won't tell no lie Not a moment goes by That I'm afraid of the sky Please, I'm begging you, God Please don't let me be fishing Holding a regular job Yo, I hope you can hear me, homie Wherever you are Yo, I'm telling you, girl I'm bailing this trailer tomorrow Tell my mother I love her Kiss baby sister goodbye Said whenever you need me, baby I'm never too far But yo, I gotta get out there The only way I know And I'ma be back for you The second that I blow Once I'm over these tracks, man, I'ma never look back And I'm gone, I know right where I'm going Sorry mama, I'm grown, I'ma travel alone Ain't gonna follow no footsteps, I'm making my own Only way that I know how to escape from this eight mile If it's a feel it, you didn't, you wouldn't get it Or see what the big deal is, why it wasn't, it still is To be walking this borderline of Detroit city limits It's different, it's a certain significance A certificate of authenticity You'd never even see, but it's everything to me It's my credibility With all my friends and kick gum rhymes Go to work and serve them seeds in the lunch line But when it comes crunch time Where do my punchlines go? Who must I show to bust my flow? Where must I go? Who must I know? Or am I just another crab in the bucket? Cause I ain't having no luck with this little rabbit for bucket Maybe I need a new outlet I'm starting to doubt shit I'm feeling a little skeptical who I hang out with I look like a bum Yo, my clothes ain't about shit At the Salvation Army Trying to salvage an outfit Trying to travel this road Plus I feel like I'm always stuck in this battling mode My defenses are so up And one thing I don't want Is pity from no one This city is no fun There is no sun And it's so dark Sometimes I feel like I'm just being pulled apart From each one of my limbs By each one of my friends It's enough to just make me wanna jump out of my skin Sometimes I feel like a robot Sometimes I just know not What I'm doing I just blow My head is a stovetop I just explode The kettle gets so hot Once I'm over these tracks, man, I'ma never look back. Wow.
sorry mama, I'm grown, I must travel alone, and go follow the footsteps, I'm making my own, only way that I know how to escape from this hate, my road. What'd you think of that song? That song was pretty cool. It took me back. It made me think about like playing Madden to like 2004, <laughs> you know, and it made me think about the video games, the songs and the soundtracks of it. Yeah. They had a good soundtracks, right? It made me think about the movie. It made me think about my high school football days. Um, it reminded me of Eminem too. Like at the time, everybody was afraid of Eminem. Like, oh my God, he's uh-huh. so dangerous and raw and crazy. <laughs> he's gonna corrupt your kids. Oh my, no, no. And I'm like, I mean, maybe he did for some, but I don't know. Most of the kids who uh, listen to Eminem still turned out to be normal, everyday to day people struggling to make a fucking cent in this world. <laughs> I mean, Mm-mm. it just seemed like they're regular people. It wasn't a whole like you know to do, but just like you were saying about him at the oscars it's so weird to think about M- eminem back then and eminem now and all the things he's been through and and all that so it's interesting but it was a good song i mean it uh he was just so much more intense and so much more raw back in the day mm-hmm. and uh i mean who was it i guess at that young age he's probably full of piss and vinegar at the time <laughs> still trying to make his money yeah, I mean, Eight Mile was his magnum opus. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it really was. So. Lose yourself, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Eight Mile, his movie. What uh-huh. other movie has he put out that you know? Yeah, he's never. He, That's his only, only exactly. movie. Exactly, it's a movie about him. It's literally, literally his magnum opus. The doggy thinks so too. <laughs> so this next song, are you ready yep. for me to pick up? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. This next song came out in 1996, I believe. Um, in 96, I was... Who fucking knows? I don't know. <laughs> I remember in 1996... I was I, just born. I moved to Idaho uh, around that time. I remember... Oh, wait. It came out in 95. 94, 95. It came out like on CD or something, 96. The point is, is I had it die around that time. I had moved to Idaho and I was in second or third grade, third grade. And uh, nobody had heard of Coolio or Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> they were a straight up year behind easy wow. for this town I was in, dude. This is before social media, before smartphones, before the internet was in everybody's house. This is before the internet really like mm. it was still tapes and yeah. uh i think people had the internet but it was like stock traders and shit you know <laughs> it wasn't yeah, like yeah, yeah. normal people who had uh, the fucking computers and stuff and i remember having a tape of coolio and like playing it all the fucking time <laughs> tell me why are we so to see that the world we are are you, you and me? And I was growing up from the streets, not in the streets, but like 
in the, in LA where we were, Baldwin Park area was pretty heavy with gangs, man. My uncle was in the gang. He eventually got caught up and passed away and uh it was a reality out there. So you felt really attached to the gangster music that was being played at the time. All that Snoop stuff, I really like the Dog Pound. I really dug all that, the G-Funk. That was it's like my favorite era of rap period. And Coolio yeah. was a part of that. So this gangsta's paradise always takes me back to that time in life of struggle and confusion. And uh, it seems like, you know, the question still remains. The song stays relevant to this day. So it's a pretty powerful song. Mm-hmm. One of the best rap songs I've ever heard in my life oh, when it comes to yeah. the message. Yeah. And it's... Those uh, other rappers you mentioned from the G-Funk era, they didn't, they barely ever mentioned truly the hard life, the hardness, the the fear of the gangster lifestyle. Unlike this song, this is truly hard hitting. Yeah. Warren G's got some stuff in there with Nate Dogg, but hmm. it's not, it's more storytelling of like, yeah, there's some scary shit that may happen. I might get caught up, but this one's much more, I mean, it has like this choir that comes in. And it really makes it more haunting. of a gospel song and yeah, haunting and gospel and the black community, the Hispanic community, every like ghetto community is strongly tied in religion somehow still. There's still churches there, but you know, kids killing kids and uh, sad. Hmm. So yeah. yeah, get sad with me guys. Gangs is paradise. You know, I mean, make, sing along hope, with me. <laughs> hopefully it helps you in your job with whatever you're doing, you know, just yeah. keep working hard and uh, realize that there's people who are proud that you've just gotten as far as you are right now and you're going to keep on working and hustling so yeah all right let's uh, sing along to me if you're a karaoke jam <laughs> kingston's paradise let's go cool yo I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that Even my mama thinks that my mind is gone But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk I really hate the trip, but I gotta lope they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke, fool I'm the kind of G the little homies wanna be like On my knees in the night, saying prayers in the streetlight situation they got me facing i can't live a normal life i was raised by the state so i gotta be damn with the hood team too much television watching got me chasing dreams i'm an educated fool with money on my mind got my tin in my hand and a gleam in my eye i'm a low out gangster set tripping banker and my homies is down so don't arouse my anger fool death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away i'm living life do a die what can i say i'm 23 now but will i live to see 24 the way things are going i don't know Oh, 
minute after minute, hour after hour, everybody's running, but half of them ain't looking, it's going on in the kitchen, but I don't know what's cooking, they say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me, if they can't understand it, how can they reach me, I guess they can't, I guess they won't, I guess they front, that's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. such a classic fucking love that song glad you enjoyed it man that one gets me going bobbing moving around dancing dang gives me the hiccups yeah. <laughs> uh you know being such a music nerd i love you know buying these records playing them and then sometimes i discover oh my gosh this is i've heard this song before and when i put on stevie wonder's songs in the key of life and hearing the song Pastime Paradise, my mind was blown. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's you, a, a sample, huh? Yeah, you never, you didn't know that was a sample? I probably, I mean, I do. I totally yeah, no, did. Oh, yeah. I totally You're did. such a genius. I, I mean, I don't recall. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, such an awesome form of sampling. some uh i forgot what it was i yeah. looked it up but it was on a movie and it won yeah. in like an award or something but uh it did win an award it won yeah. an academy award actually yeah which is pretty incredible i mean amazing 
<laughs> yeah, this one the Academy Award. Coolio. Gangsta's Paradise. Awards. Oh, my phone is loading. It's loading. Do you have anything over there? Yeah. He won a Grammy Award for Best Rap Solo Performance. Never mind. That is not the same as the Academy's. But it's still a big deal. That's true. I like how the two songs I know Coolio for are like total opposites. Uh, this and Fantastic Voyage. <laughs> also, he did the uh, Keenan and Kel theme song. Was that all oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is key. Oh, man. That was a good one. That, that was awesome. He stayed in his wheelhouse, stayed in Nickelodeon. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cooley is awesome with awesome braids. I haven't really heard him do much more, but he doesn't really have to do. You know, he, he can kind of just do his thing and yeah. see him on MTV random shows every now and then where you're like, it's Coolio. You're like, oh, shit, Coolio. What's up, man? <laughs> the last time I heard from Coolio, he was uh, a voice in the cartoon. Uh, this is a show called Gravity Falls. It's like a horror themed um, cartoon, and he, there was a, a wax statue that made was made of him, and he it came to life and tried to kill people. Pretty genius. He went to like <laughs> Hollywood. I'm gonna be a voice actor. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, let's move on to my my number one favorite movie of all time. It's big. Starring Tom Hanks. It's the first non-animated movie, movie I ever seen, I think. Um, yeah, it just hit me. It, like, it was, like, I wanted to be him so bad. Like, I wanted to be a grown-up. Uh, but it's, like, it's weird how, like, the whole moral of the story is, um, uh you know wishing you know taking your time you know not being so not being a grown-up right away uh <laughs> i don't know i but yeah i just loved it it's so i feel like i relate to him i still relate to josh baskin to this day uh i want one of those giant pianos in my room well your freaking floor would cave in dude those things are so heavy Okay, not just a not one of those those ones, I guess. Just like a a mat. They sell oh. those somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I got nothing. If you much else to say, I just love it. And well, I'm gonna talk about a favorite movie then. Yeah, go ahead. Or how about the after right, before yeah, your you next song? You, you, okay, go cool. Yeah, yeah. Let me cool. play this. Oh, play uh, your song. Uh, this song's called I'll Never Love Again from A Star Is Born. Uh, man. Fuck. I'm going to get... This, I could cry from listening to this song. <laughs> it's, it, it hits deep. Have you ever seen this movie? No. What is it? A Star Is Born. Is that the one with uh, the pretty girl and the hot guy? Or hot girl and the pretty guy? Um <laughs> There's like a love thing, and then like everybody wishes they were them because they're so hot, and then we all love it. I'm just joking. Is that the one with the girl from? <laughs> she shoots bows and arrows, and the other guy from the war movie with Chris Kyle. It's Chris Kyle and Who's Chris Kyle? Katniss. Oh, 
and uh, uh they is that the one where she is dancing she's a dancer right i have no idea what you're talking she's about. a ballet dancer and he's gonna help her dance oh that's with her. okay okay you right actor bradley cooper right that's chris, a he play, uh, he played chris kyle in the movie sniper okay yeah um a real american hero yeah yeah apparently. okay so you got the right actor down and then uh the katniss everdeen nope Lady Gaga. What? She stars in the movie. It's phenomenal. Bradley Cooper's a man whore. (laughs) He's everybody's lover boy. I know. He's great. God damn. Uh, Well, this movie, he plays a famous singer, discovers this girl at a bar, and then he finds out how talented she is. She becomes a star. Like, he gets jealous. He's like a drug addict. And sadly, he, he dies. Classic and, uh, drug addict move. <laughs> That's what drug addicts do. <laughs> they do die like that. They die. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a remake from a pre like this movie's been remade like a couple many times. Uh, but this is one of the greatest remakes I think I've ever seen. I saw the seventies version with Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson. That movie sucked. Oh, you hate Barbara Streisand. Ooh. I don't, I don't really like her that much. Barbara was Streisand. Ooh. But let's just play this song. It hits deep. I recommend watching the movie to truly understand the feels. It's called I'll Never Love Again by Lady Gaga. Beautiful. Lying in your arms mm-hmm. 
So you know this movie now? No, but I actually I do because I remember that I think they had some steamy performance and some shit, sh- yeah, some show, yeah. and everybody was like, "Ooh, did Ooh, you they, know that yeah. they're probably together now?" Yeah, and, yeah. And they had to like tell they had like go on a run like uh-huh. Conan O'Brien style on all the late night shows and be yeah. like, "Yeah, we are not together. We are amazing actors." And yeah, dude, we can get caught up in a moment of like emotions, but we're acting and we know who we are. We know mm. who we love. Like, we have. Our, why is everybody trying to ruin our lives? Stop it, <laughs> you know, I, like, dude. I, I was fooled because they had such great chemistry. I mean, I don't doubt that they fell in love while they made the movie. Mm-hmm. I can see how that can happen. But I think what happens is you can kind of disassociate as an actor and be like, okay. Our characters fell in love. We fell in love. That's who I was in the movie. This is not a real thing. This is just an emotional thing I got wrapped up in. Mm-hmm. And then they have to decompress. And then it's probably fucking emotionally t- a turmoil thing to have to go through, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Separate I mean, the character from the performance. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's you. And if you're a really good actor, you're going to put everything you have into it. So that's uh, got to be tough. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered. Uh, 
who I re- she channeled her inner Mariah Carey for sure. Oh, definitely did some good. Or, like I was amazed with how good her high pitch sounds were, and I, in the beginning when she, it was really good. I was surprised. I liked her. I was thinking about Rama Ola La Ola La Rara. I was like, yeah. what the fuck did this come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite Lady Gaga song. It made me feel sad for the human race. Like, is it that we're so stupid you can't put an amazing singer in front of us and we can't enjoy her voice? So she has to go with like super high bikini cut, look sexy, do cool poppy songs for like years and years before she's kind of awarded herself this ability to be like, hey, can I actually belt out some songs on you guys? Do you mind looking at me for not just the spectacle that I am? But, mm. you know, she channeled, she had to be like Madonna 2.0 or 3.0. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of it was such spectacle, MTV awards. What is she going to wear? What did she do? The meat dress, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all this stuff. But like all of a sudden this voice comes out of nowhere and it's fucking big and beautiful. Mm. I liked it. This is her equivalent to me for, to, uh, I will always love you, Whitney. Uh, it, that's even, it's interesting. Cause that's, that's a movie song too. I could have fit on this list. Yep. But we already yeah. had it, so yeah, that's of course, I didn't put it on. But uh, you know, like that song ended that movie. This song is the last thing you hear, see, in uh, *Star Is Born*. The Bradley Cooper's character commits suicide, and then the next thing you see is her perform. This, oh. I'm guessing that she took like a hiatus in this this song. She's performing live in front of a crowd. It's it's moving. It's. Uh, and, um, you know, you have Bradley Cooper come back in this song. He, uh, sings a little bit. Um, I heard he was a pretty good singer for people, what people it's said. It's solid. It's, he's pretty good. Uh, you know, a lot of people know the song Shallow that, that came from the soundtrack as well. He was probably one best song from the Oscars. And, uh, it, it was not only for record of the year at the Grammys, um, it was a solid song, but uh, there's nothing so emotional. Or this, this to me is a powerhouse, a huge ballad. Yeah. One of my favorite ending scenes from any movie was watching Lady Gaga play perform this song. Yeah, I'd never seen that movie, but I should probably consider. I mean, it's that song is moving, dude. And that, the way you painted that scene, I'm like, oh, that's like Forrest Gump level heartbreak. Oh, yeah. You know, like when Forrest Gump hits you with scenes, you're like, oh, my chest hurts. Oh. Such a good cast, too, as uh, Sam Elliott, a uh, local guy. Did you know that Sam Elliott's from Vancouver? What? No way. Yeah. <laughs> and he he won the Best Supporting Actor for this movie. That's badass. I had no idea. You know, you had no idea. Like, you know, he a seems like a Southern gentleman. <laughs> he Vancouver, really fooled Washington. us all. Hey, Vancouver the Cars was- College. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, also, Dave Chappelle appears in this movie too. Pretty good performance from him. Kind of small part, but uh, cool to see him. What does he play as? Uh, his, uh, the character is Brad Cooper's best friend. Did you say his black friend? <laughs> <laughs> and best friend. Oh, his best like, black friend. Like, no, he did not. I was like, no, I did not. Just- no, you didn't. I know you didn't. But uh, in the movies, he was probably the only one, though. Yeah. They didn't write. Ah, 
exactly his, his right. best black friend just like lady gaga had a cool mexican friend <laughs> you have there to add go. that one cool color got it make, but the truth is to make you cool everybody does though mm-hmm. most well most of them i think i don't know mm. oh well, speaking of cool friends cool dudes of attitude <laughs> and the coolest dudes with the coolest turtle shell attitudes the next song for you that comes from a sick ass movie that I loved and I thought was the coolest movie that was released in 1991. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The Secret of the Ooze. That is when this song came out in 91. Vanilla Ice performed it. It is ninja rap. When we thought about songs and soundtracks and things that would kind of go into movies and the Oscars and all that stuff and like what to me, I was thinking of like, what, how do I incorporate a movies that I liked or I enjoyed with a song? And this was like one of the ones that came to mind immediately. And I was like, bro, I listened to, I listened to this song and kicked the shit out of all my stuffed animals so many times. <laughs> I used to throw these fuckers against the wall, punch them, kick them, like flying kicks. I used to watch Steven Seagal and John Claude Van Damme all the time. And all these like RoboCop movies and I don't know, like everything Macho Manly beating shit up. And I was always mm-hmm. like, as soon as Ninja Rat came out, I was like, oh shit, I can dance and beat the shit out of my stuffed animals at the same time. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Ninja oh Rap, bro. I love that whole movie. I, I would play the song credits at the end just because I like the song. Yeah. So um, it was a really, really good. At the time, Vanilla Ice was like the shit. So he was cool. Um, man, 91 was a great year. <laughs> oh, it was negative five. <sighs> 91. 91 was an amazing year. Anyways, moving on. Ninja Rap. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Uh, I don't really have much else to say other than it's a, you go, go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the second one, Secret of the Ooze. It still holds up, guaranteed. Okay. CGI is shit compared to animatronics, in my opinion. So yeah, I like puppets and animatronics more. Did you watch? Uh, the, okay, so you have Netflix, right? Yeah. Did you watch The Dark Crystal? I haven't. Bro, you oh, have like, to watch yeah, it. I've. I, that's there's like a iconic, new one. Right? That's there's really a no. There's a Dark Crystal, and then there's a new one that's on Netflix. Okay. You have to watch both, and those are mostly all animatronics, not so much CGI. I really love that portrayal better than. CGI, and that's what I loved about um, Ninja Turtles as well. Mm, okay. So, yeah. You honestly, I'll say, I'd never actually, I didn't, I don't know if I've seen this movie. Holy I don't God. know for sure. Well, listen here. I've buddy. seen clips. I know. First of all, I know this song. This is a part of childhood all across the world. You have to watch this song. You have to watch this movie. Okay. Well, I can still jam out to the this Ninja song. Turtles, dude. It's the Ninja Turtles. Come on. Uh, all right, all right. Let's let's right. let's let's play this song and let's beat the crap out of some stuffed animals. Do it.
cream machine Gonna rock the town without being seen Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound Yeah, everybody must move Vanilla is filled with a new jack groove Gonna rock and roll the place With the power of the ninja turtle bass Iceman, you know I'm not playing Devastate the show what the turtles are saying Ninja, ninja, rap Ninja, go, go ninja, ninja, go. Go, go. <laughs> oh, you bringing out the workout jams. I love it, man. <laughs> hey, that's a good way to end it. You know, pep on your step. You know what I mean? Yeah. My favorite lyric was lyrics, fill out the gaps. <laughs> because they, like, the song is pretty much just ninja, rap, go ninja, go ninja, ga- rap. <laughs> 
So just fill something on in, in between. Yeah, he clearly was just getting paid just like for the song once, and he's like, whatever, this isn't gonna yeah. some stupid Ninja Turtle movie. Who knows what's gonna happen? Turns out it's a banger. Turns out it's a classic. Kids Magnum love it. The Magnum Opus. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Ice Ice Baby, <laughs> Ninja Rap. Ninja Rap was pretty awesome. People yeah. people love that. Like they forgave him for vanilla for uh like ice ice baby and like awarded him for ninja rap that's what you don't get once you win the hearts and minds of the youth of that era because you did a cheesy rap song in their in their video mm. they're gonna always embrace you bud yeah thank you for ninja rap vanilla ice i don't thank care you. if you're a carpenter or a rock star guy now yeah what is he now <laughs> he is a renaissance man apparently yeah. <laughs> uh yeah you know he's doing all types of things so um i thought it was awesome that he did Ninja Rap, and it was part of my childhood with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the second movie. Yeah. Ooze, something. Secret the ooze. Secrets of the ooze. <laughs> well, this was a fun episode. Uh, just an f- interesting list of songs we had here. Yeah. I, I try to bring in the motions, and you try to bring in uh, the workout stuff. <laughs> yeah, a little bit About, of Yeah. Yeah. Brought some classic hip hop, some uh, I brought some emotional ballads for us. A lot of movie, a lot of songs we couldn't put in. Notable, so many. I wanted to put in colors. I yeah. mean, it might come in on a different list. You never yeah. know. But yeah, some good songs out there. That I mean, this you can make so many more playlists of this. This mm-hmm. so yeah, there may always be a part two, just like the four twenty episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this was a good time, sir. Let's call it a day. All right. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.